All right. Let's talk about it. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of The Fraud Pod. I am your host, Frankie Rodriguez. As usual, this episode's late, way late, like two months late, but we're here, and that's all that matters, and we're hanging out. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Um, I hope you guys had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year, Valentine's Day. I missed all those holidays, Um, so I apologize, but... I don't know. At this point, it's like so consistent that I miss these. You guys should know by now. Um, But this episode is probably going to be a little bit quick, uh, if I'm being honest, because this is going to be the wrap-up episode of The Fraud Pod, as we know it. Very sad, I know. But, uh, you know, when one door closes, another door opens, and that's that's what's happening here. That's what it's all about. We're going to be ending The Fraud Pod uh, and I'll explain in detail a little bit later. Um, and we're going to be starting a new show. And if you're watching this on youtube.com slash fraudpodstudios, uh, which you should go subscribe to because there's a weekly live uh, sports show, Jocks of All Trades on there. Um, there's some old fraud pod ep- or the fraud pod episodes. And then there's going to be a new show. Um, and you'll see right here, Dad Nation. Now, why does that say Dad Nation? Why, what's the show Dad Nation about, Frankie? You may be asking right now out loud in your car or while you're working. Well, I'm going to be a dad. And I am so scared. I'm so excited. I'm, I can't even put into words. I really can't. I know it's so cliche. But I can't put into words how excited I am um, to be a father. It's just... Uh, I don't know what to expect. You can only go based off your, your, your experiences, which never been a father. I've owned a dog for seven years. So I've been a a dog father since 2015, but dogs and babies are very different. Dogs can't talk and, um, well, babies can't talk either. So kind of the same. I mean, there's really only a couple things that are different, you know, the claws and the fur and the bad breath, probably, and the peeing indoors. No, babies pee indoors, too, and their pants. I guess there's really not much of a difference. I'm basically going to be the best dad ever is what I'm saying. But no, really, I, uh, I'm i excited. I'm so excited. And I wanted to do something different than the Fraud Pod because if you are a fan of the show and if you've, if you've watched and listened to previous episodes, you know normally this, this show is not very serious. It's very, uh, you know, lighthearted and stupid jokes and me ranting on and on about things I hate and things that annoy me and the occasional guest. Uh, But I was getting tired of doing all that because, well, one, I might as well get into the the second topic, which is kind of the reason why um, I really wanted to to drop the fraud pod. But uh, COVID, I know the C word. Everyone's tired of hearing it. Ever since COVID dropped, like like an album, when COVID dropped in uh, 2020, um, I didn't really know, I didn't think it was going to do much as far as like changing who I was. But like after a year of staying inside and, you know, being with my wife and, and, and the, uh, and the pets, I don't know if it changed my brain chemistry or if, 
I don't know, the lack of just being with people or around people for a long period of time changed me. I don't think that's what it is, but um, basically I don't like people. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't like being around people. Um, I don't like crowds anymore. I get super, super anxious in crowds. I used to never really get anxious or annoyed, but like my fuse is so short when it comes to being around people. Like if I'm online waiting for food or, um, if I'm stuck in traffic, which I know it's not like necessarily around people. Um, I like my fuse is just so short. Like I, I get so angry and so frustrated and stressed. Um, and I don't know if that's because of COVID. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm just saying it dates back to that. And how this translates into what I'm saying with the show is the fraud pod used to be about having guests on every week from all walks of life, from, you know, personal trainers, musicians, uh, people who play sports, um, nutritionists. Like I loved sitting down and talking with those people. Uh, and it was fun. I used to think that was fun and exciting and I didn't have any anxiety. Like I could, I could, I remember one time, um, I had a nutritionist on who was like a friend of a friend, never met her ever in my life. And she came from like Long Island to my house in Union Beach. And we sat down for two hours and talked on the podcast and it was awesome and whatever. Not a sliver of anxiety. If I was to do that now, I would like crumble under the anxiety, the pressure of anxiety. Like it's part of the reason why, um, I really never had, uh, Andrea Pranzatellion, who is a comedian um, from the New Jersey area, uh, partly because I've been, well, I was very busy, and plus we just found out that I was going to be a father. But then, like every time we were like the week of, I would have this crushing anxiety of like, I don't want to do this, and I and I felt like I didn't have to make myself do it. So like, you know, between that and then our busy schedules, we just never did an episode, and obviously it hurts the show. Because the show's inconsistent, the show's not doing what it was doing in its prime, and uh, and there's just no reason to keep it going when it gets to that point. Um, and I wanted to shift my energy and my podcasting process from the fraud pot to something that I actually care about and I'm excited about again. And that I don't need to have people on as guests, so I don't need to be anxious. Um, so that I could do it myself and talk to you guys about what I'm passionate about. Now, it's not going to be the same show as far as jokes and silly time. And, you know, and obviously I totally understand if you guys don't want to listen to that podcast, um, Dad Nation, again, quick plug right next to me on YouTube, um, because it might not interest you. I'm going to be talking about my experiences um, of trying to become a great dad. I mean, my wife's at 23 weeks today. Um, so obviously there's four more months essentially to, uh, until the baby's here, which is just absolutely insane. And I want to do a weekly episode where I kind of just check in with you guys or a new audience. If I gain a new audience about how I'm handling the experiences that my wife's go uh, going through essentially of, you know, cause every day, my wife is literally changing. Her body's changing. Her hormones are changing. Her brain is changing. Like, I can't even explain it to you guys. 
um, just how absolutely amazing it is to watch your partner grow with uh, your future child inside of them. It's just ridiculous. Like you can't even, women are aliens, all right? They are from outer space because the fact that you can have a baby that goes from this, not even this, you can't even, you can't even put it in between your fingers. You wouldn't even be able to see it. To now it's the size of a Maltese puppy? What? Like it's, it's just so amazing and I'm so excited. You could see the passions rising out of me right now. I'm so excited to start this new show where I just get to talk about all the things that are happening, uh, you know, the nursery and the things that how I handle my wife changing every week and what she's going through every week. I got a freaking diary that I'm writing down all this stuff every week. What, oh, she's throwing up and pooping her pants. Oh, she, she's not really doing that. She was throwing up a lot. She's never pooped her pants before, though, because I know if she watches that, she'd be so mad at me. She's never pooped her pants. Okay? Stop. Don't bring it up again. Um, you know, migraines. Uh, the babe, dude, they, she filmed a, 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 from her phone yesterday. She sent it to me. It's her belly right? And then all of a sudden the belly freaking twitches because the baby's kung fu fighting inside. It is, ah, I'm just so, so excited to be a dad. Um, and I hope, you know, if you guys, if you guys like the fraud pod, I think you'll like dad nation. I know it's going to be all dad and parenting stuff and that might bore you, but I promise I'll try to keep it as entertaining as possible, but it's definitely going to be a more tame and more serious show um because i want to i want to find an audience of soon to be parents or parents or people who are thinking about becoming parents um because i want to get a little community together where we can help each other and share experiences and uh you know whether it's new to you or it's something that you've dealt with you know you have eight kids you're octo mom and you know everything under the sun um, I want to be able to create a community that is around that subject. And I'm very excited to start it. Um, I'm not sure when the first episode is going to be coming out. I have two options. I'm either going to keep this studio as and, and transform it into the Dad Nation studio. Or what I really want to do is set up a studio in the nursery, in the little corner of the nursery, and maybe film there. Uh, the wife's not really that excited about that. So that's why I'm trying to figure out whether I'm going to do it there or over here. Um, once I figure that out, then I'm going to record my first episode. I have everything planned out for that. And, uh, probably within the month, um, sometime early March will probably come out. And, uh, I'm just excited. I hope you guys are excited too. And listen, if you don't, if you don't transfer over to that show, I just want you to know, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, uh, you know, sticking with the fraud pod and hanging out with me and, you know, just having a silly goose time because uh, it was fun, man. I mean, the fraud pod was, it was made in 2018. That's four years ago. I mean, it really was September 2018. So, you know, a little bit less than four years ago, but it's just crazy to think that like I started that show in the spare bedroom in Union Beach with just a microphone and a laptop. And I talked about everything. I was, I remember at one point I was doing two episodes a week. What kind of a psychopath can do two, like hour and a half long episodes by myself, just talking about random stuff. 
Like, I can't, I don't think I can do that anymore. Like, you'll see, this episode is going to be like 30 minutes max, probably, just because, like, I even get anxiety doing this now. Like, just sitting down by myself, uh, just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I should go to therapy, right? Or like a doctor? Should I go do that? Should I figure out? You know, like, hey, doc, ever since COVID dropped 2020, I just, I'm not the same person. I mean, I'm still like, you know, I could still talk to a wall, but I don't really want to, you know? But anyway, so that's what's happening with the Fraud Pod. That's what's going on with Dad Nation. Uh, you can actually follow Dad Nation now on Instagram, Dad Nation Pod, at Dad Nation Pod. Um, I appreciate you if you give me a follow. Um, and obviously, all the episodes will drop on youtube.com slash studios. You can subscribe there. And then when the episodes, the audio episodes will be available everywhere um, your podcasts are found. So yeah, it's, I, I'm excited and I hope you are too. Um, I wrote down, I wrote down a couple more things that I'll talk about on this episode just to, you know, get us to that 30 minute mark. I tried, <laughs> I tried CrossFit for the first time like three weeks ago. Uh, shout out to Frank Delaney and Dwight Sheehan, uh, at Power Pack Fitness. Um, in Atlantic Islands, if you're local. Um, I, so I started playing hockey again and I'll get into that at the end of the episode, but, um, I've played hockey like all my life, literally since I was four years old and then I stopped. Um, but anyway, so I'm back to playing and, uh, I noticed, listen, I'm not in shape. I'm just not, I, I'm, when you get into your like mid to late twenties, I know this is so cliche, but again, there's something that just flips in your brain. I feel like like I really want to, I want like scientists to study this. There's something that flips in your brain where you just don't want, you don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to do anything physical anymore, except, you know, the fun stuff. There's no, the risk reward is just not there. You know, like we're not bodybuilders. We're not competitive athletes anymore. We're out of the college days. So like, you know, you're not going to be in that competitive level. So there's really no reward for you to kick your own ass, whether that be in the gym, whether that be in your sport that you love, whatever it is, there's, there's no one or nothing to be like, you got to get ripped and you got to get in shape. So for me, probably when I turned 25, 26, I really fell off the, uh, the lifting wagon. Like I used to love hypertrophy lifting, which is like bodybuilding lifting. Um, and I played hockey, I stopped playing hockey like late 2018, early 2019. So basically around the time I was that age. Um, so I literally like was just lifting and going through the motions and I, I wasn't really changing my body at all. And then COVID hit dropped 2020 and essentially my eating and drinking went up because stuck in the house all day. So, you know, you're, you're staying on this maintaining path with lifting. And then all of a sudden you're adding calories from your eating and drinking. So you're basically gaining weight and, and, you know, we all basically hello darkness, my old friend. (laughs) My point of this was I needed to change something. One day I was on the treadmill at Planet Fitness and I was like, I hate this so much. Like, I was like, I don't think there's anything I could hate more than this very moment of me on this treadmill. So I stopped the treadmill. I walked over to the front desk and I said, I'm canceling my membership just canceled it, whatever. Bye. And they were like, okay, well you still have 30 days. So I was like, okay. But after that, 
I'm out. So I just canceled my membership. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I just started playing hockey again, which is fine. But that's like twice a week. That's really not enough. So I reached out to uh, Dwight Sheehan. Shout out Dwight. And I said I wanted to try some CrossFit. And they do one free class where you get to test it out, see if you like it. And then uh, you go from there. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So I went to a 6 a.m. class. I love lifting before work, by the way. If you don't lift before work, what are you doing? I mean, I know it sucks getting up in the morning, especially in the wintertime, but how do you get home at 5, 30, 6 o'clock and then have the energy to go to the gym? Are you crazy? Get up at 6 a.m. You don't even need to get up that early. I would say 6.30, maybe even 7 if you have to go in at 9. Like The only reason why I got up so early is because the class was at 6 a.m. But, you know, there's classes at 7, there's classes at 8. Or just go to the gym for a half hour. I don't know why I'm trying to be motivational. I'm not even motivating myself. Whatever. Do whatever you want. It's your life. Okay? As long as you're happy. Anyway. So I went to the 6 a.m. class. And now, nothing against Power Pack. Nothing against Frank. Nothing against Dwight. It just was not for me. Uh, CrossFit. I actually... (laughs) CrossFit is interesting because it's not just lifting. It's a sport. So... um. In my mind, you can't look at it as your conventional lifting, whether it's power lifting, hypertrophy lifting, um, rowing and, and, and cardio and stuff like that. It, it really is its own thing. It's very unique. It's a, it's a sport. It's a competition. I, I love that aspect of it. I think that's really cool. It's just not for me as far as what I need. Um, what I need is a class where I can go get, get my ass kicked by a coach. Uh, no, I got a good workout in, um, and, and go home. I don't need to go in and try to get my PRs, uh, you know, personal records. Um, I don't need to write down all my goals and, 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 and compare them to everyone else and stuff like that. Um, and that's essentially what, uh, it is, you know, you go in and you have the, you have the wad, the workout of the day. You have your strength uh, lift, which is pretty cool. And then um, the end, I think, is like uh, it's two rounds or three rounds of two sets of exercises. Now, I could be completely wrong. I'm just trying to remember from what I did. Um, and uh, and yeah, I just my, my advice to someone who is looking to do CrossFit is keep an open mind, be safe and make sure that you're not. Um, overdoing something, or if you feel weird, don't try to push yourself because, um, you know, the coaches will help you out. You have questions, ask questions. Everyone's great over there at Power Pack. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say just have an open mind about it because, um, it's not going to be your conventional class. It's not going to be your conventional lifting. Um, and there's a lot to learn. And I think that's why it's not for me is like, I'm really just not trying to get invested in something where I need to to learn more and like get the ins and outs of it and like be in competition. And cause I, I don't need another sport in my life. I need just kick-ass workouts, get my cardio up and become a better athlete, um, in general and also for hockey. So that's why it just didn't work out for me. Um, but again, I mean, it's really cool. And if you are in the area, you can reach out to Frank and power pack and try to get, 
Um, I mean, you can get a, a free class, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't, I think, I think CrossFit kind of gets a bad rap, uh, and it really shouldn't. Um, everyone there is really cool and they're trying to help you. So don't think like you're going to be going into a, a, you know, a gym where there's be a bunch of like egotistical people and they're like, Oh, like you, you know, or make fun of you if you don't know something like they're all willing to help you just know that it really is a sport. Like it's in my opinion, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it's a sport. Um, so yeah, that was CrossFit for me. Oh yeah. I wanted to end this. I want to end this episode. I know we're only at 20 minutes, but listen, it's the end of an era. So I started playing hockey again, man. I started playing hockey the beginning of this year. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even a new year's resolution. Isn't that great when you just do a New Year's resolution without even planning it out? And you're just like, wow, I'm doing the damn thing. And it is, I can't even explain it to words. It's just like becoming a dad. I can't even put into words how happy I am that I'm playing hockey again. Like, I know a lot of you guys don't know, but I started playing hockey when I was four years old. I started playing roller hockey here in MYAA, which is like a little kids roller hockey league outside at McMahon Park. Actually, it's not a thing anymore, which is crazy. But I started playing at four as a hitting league, which is just crazy. Bunch of four-year-olds that can't even skate. They're just like, boom, open ice hits. I mean, it's just, it was the coolest thing. And I fell in love with hockey instantly. I played a bunch of other sports. I hated every single one of them. I played soccer. I first game, I kicked a, a free kick. I hit the girl in the face, broke her nose. She was bleeding everywhere. Traumatized me. Played baseball. I fell asleep on the bench playing baseball. It was so boring. I, mm, I can't. Baseball sucks. Period. End of story. Uh, never played football. Was never a big football fan, honestly. Um, I guess that's it. And hockey was the only thing that stuck for me. It, it was, it was great. I, I tried playing goalie. Everyone called me Goldberg. I was like, I'm not playing goalie anymore. Played uh center. That was a lot of fun, but I just didn't, I was everywhere. I was all over the ice. Um, so they were like wanting to try defense, played defense, best position ever. Got to lay people out, got to rip clap bombs from the blue line. Uh, it was just, it was the best. So I transitioned. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my mind. I transitioned to ice hockey when I was like seven and it just gave me so much joy to uh, just play the sport. And I didn't really get competitive until right before high school when um, I played up two years. So I was four or I was 13 and I was playing against 15 and 16 year olds um, in wall and I, my, the best advice I ever got was from a, a coach named Sal. I forget his last name, but he was like, always play against people who are better than you, bigger than you and older than you. And it is a hundred percent fact. If you want to get better, you got to be around better competition. I mean, it's kind of pretty simple, but you don't, a lot of people don't think about it that way, but, uh, you have to play out of, out of your weight class essentially. And I remember I did that my, a year before high school. And that year I got out of my comfort zone. I was playing forward when I wasn't even used to doing that. I was playing against bigger guys. I was getting smacked around. I was getting laid out center ice, whatever. And it, it made me that much better and prepared me that much more for high school, 
which was great because not a big deal. I was the first, or I wasn't the first, I was the only freshman on varsity my freshman year, high school. So I don't want to pump my own tires, but I'm pumping my own tires here. And uh, again, high school was the best. I would only go back to high school to play high school hockey again. That's it. I hated high school so much, but playing high school hockey was probably my favorite thing. One of the favorite things I've ever done in my life. Um, then I got to play college hockey at the D1 level. It was D1 ACHA, but I played D1 at West Virginia University, which again was just probably the funnest years of my life. Um, that was just a movie, to be honest. Uh, and then after that, you know, you retire and you become a beer leaguer, men's league, you know, play at Middletown, play at Red Bank. And uh, I'm really just dragging this story on so I can get to the 30-minute mark. If you're still here, I really appreciate it. Um, but I played men's league up until 2018. And the same thing kind of happened where like, just passion wise and time wise, you know, and the games are at 10, 15 at night and all this stuff. Uh, and I got to the point where I have this weird thing where in my mind, um, if I'm not doing good at something, um, I like get anxious that, uh, if I'm not as consistent or devoted to it, that, uh, I'm going to get bad or be bad at the thing that I've done my whole life. So that, gave me super like anxiety. And I thought the only way to, um, stop that was to just stop hockey cold Turkey. Like I literally stopped just one day, packed up my bag, threw it in the garage, never touched it, never looked at it. Um, and I just pushed hockey out of my mind. It was, it was super weird. Um, but like, I remember every week, every month, the further and further I got away from that last game that I played, I felt better and better because I was like, okay, I'm never going to play again. I don't need to worry about going back and sucking. Like, I don't need to worry about like, oh, I haven't played in three months. Let me, let me lace the skates up. And then I, all of a sudden, oh my God, I can't even stick handle. Like that was like a fear of mine. It's very weird. And, and I have a coworker that plays um, in like the back rink uh, of, of a local rink around here, Red Bank, uh, every week. And he always would ask me every week, like, dude, you're going to play? You want to play? Like, it's just, it's fun. It's three on three. And I always make excuses like, oh, my skate's broken or no, blah, blah, blah. And then I don't know what happened, but like the beginning of this month or this month, the beginning of this year, I, I was going through, you know what it was? I was going through the garage and I saw my bag and I don't know what it was, but I think it was like nice out. So like I had the garage door open and I pulled my bag down. I found my gloves and then I have a bunch of sticks in the garage. So I grabbed a stick and I just started stick handling. And I'm like, oh man, I missed this. This is nice. I was like, I got to start playing, you know, maybe even roller, just maybe roller. I didn't think ice. I was like, I'm definitely done with ice. And then I took everything out of my bag and I laid it out on the floor and I posted a picture on my story. And then my one buddy... Shout out Kev Perrette messaged me. Um, he was my uh my high school goalie. He messaged me and he's like, You haven't played at all? And I was like, No, I haven't played in four years. He was like, Damn, that's sad. And I was like, Man, it is sad. Like, I used to play twice a week my entire life from when I was four years old. And I just stopped. And 
you know, not to toot my own horn again, but I was damn good too. And I was like, I gotta like, I, I, sh- I was like, I should try playing again. So I, as a psycho I am, went online that day. I bought new skates, new stick, new gloves because my gloves have been chewed to shit. And uh, and yeah, and then that weekend I went to a public skate. And when I tell you, I was so nervous to step on that ice. I was so nervous. But I I stepped on the ice. And it did take me a little, like it took me about five minutes to like get my footing back. It felt super weird. Because listen, I don't care how long you've been skating. When you're breaking in new skates, sucks. It's the worst. That sucks on its own. So take four years of not playing and then breaking in new skates. You might as well grab one of those freaking walkers that the kids are using, chasing around. Uh, but 10 minutes into it, I felt better. I was skating around. And like instantly the confidence just starts going up again, you know? And then uh, that next week, I played open hockey at Red Bank. And I, I felt like, you know, obviously there's a little rust you got to shake off. Uh, actually, shout out Ray. I know you sent in a question. Uh, basically how I'm doing on the ice and uh, how long did it take me to get to get back into it. Uh, I feel great on the ice now. Now it's been a full probably six weeks-ish, seven weeks, where I've been playing consistently every week. Um, I feel great. Like last, I had a game, uh, like five days ago, four days ago where I felt like myself again, uh, which is just, there's no better feeling. There's no better feeling, um, than playing the sport you love at a level that you know you can play, which is competitive. Like it's just, it's such a, like, it's so good for your mental health or at least my mental health. But, um, Man, it's I, I love it so much. I, I will never, I'll never not play again. Like I, I can guarantee that I'll be playing until I'm either dead or it kills me. So, uh, and as far as how long it took for me to to shake the rust off, I'd say probably about three sessions on the ice. Um, you know, my shooting, my hands were a little rusty. Never really had great hands, honestly, if I'm being honest with myself. But uh. Yeah, it's just instant smile on the face. There's nothing better than stepping on a fresh sheet of ice. Um, and yeah, uh, now I play twice twice a week on two different teams. And I play on the back rank now every week. So sometimes three days a week. And man, man, it's so cool. And, and I, you know, it gets me so excited because I can't wait to share that with my future kid. Like, and, and I'll talk about it on Dad Nation more when that show starts. But uh, you know, girl, boy, whatever they are, I, I definitely want to introduce the game to them. And if, it, it, if it's something that resonates with them, then I'll be the happiest person in the world of something that they're really not into. That's, that's totally fine too. But, um, even just to have them come to my games, my men's league games, 10, 15 at night, <laughs> will be pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, getting them their first pair of skates and having them go on the ice. I'm just very excited that hockey is a part of my life again because it sucks that I I shunned it away and I, I tried to, to – I've literally forced it out of my life, cold turkey. And uh, I think if you have something that you've done for so long that you're passionate about, that you love, uh, stick with it and don't uh, – 
Don't let your mind get in the way. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got stuff falling over here. Don't let your mind get in the way of yourself. Because um, our mind can be our worst enemies at times. Um, and so with that, I'm going to end this episode. I'm going to end the fraud pod for good. Uh, I Again, I really appreciate every single one of you who listen and watch this show and uh, support Fraud Pod Studios and support Jocks of All Trades and Chumming for Sharks. Um, it means a lot. It, it, it really does. And uh, I've always appreciated your support. And I always appreciated you guys chiming in on Instagram and sending in your questions and topics. And it was a fun run. We had a good run. You know, we, we, we had a good run. Uh, and hopefully you guys transfer over to dad nation, the new podcast that's going to be coming out probably beginning of March. Um, you guys can follow fraud pod studios on Instagram at fraud pod studios. You can follow dad nation on Instagram at dad nation pod. You can follow jocks of all trades on Instagram at jocks of all trades pod. And, um, I'll see you guys in the next show. (laughs) 